What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have a guest that has a different take on business. He has helped the PDR community in several different ways over the years, and he continues to do so. Today, we dive into his journey through PDR and how he continues to help this fantastic industry. Welcome to the show, Hudson Tanny. 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 Hudson. Tansy. Hud- Tansy. Son. Tanny. I'm Tansy. announcing you like like a like a uh, I know coming but you're forgetting basketball. You're forgetting stadium. the S. You're forgetting the S. Tansy. Hudson Tansy. Like, I, yeah. I, I, right, get, I, I get Hunter Tansy, Hudson Tansy, Hudson Tanny. Everyone does Hudson it. Tanny. Everyone does it. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey Tanny. Put me on that list. No, no, I'm Tansy. What's my last reason? name? <laughs> I'm Kleinfeld, right? Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. Dang you're it. good. Damn yeah, no, I just no, I I, I grew it up is my whole right, life. Getting, yeah, I got uh chastised my whole life being Hudson Pansy. So they would call Why? me pans, pansy tansy. Oh, damn. That's good. Uh, right? yeah. yeah. But see, this shows how like lame, like I'd get called butts and all that. My, but my, my father's generation was way more, like they're way more intelligent. Sophisticated. My, yeah. Because my dad's nickname growing up was Chim. Uh, Chim. What is that? Because like, Chim Tansy, Chim Pansy. So they call him <laughs> Chim. And I was like, that is so incredibly creative. And I'm like, that is, is so creative. good. That's and because like lessons. the teachers, if they found out the teachers would have beat the shit out of that kid. And so they had to like code word it, you know? So they're like, Chim, I don't know what Chim means. Well, you're in California. I'm in Texas. Did you grow up? Did, uh, did you y'all get spankings from your teachers growing up there? Teachers? No parents. Yeah. A lot of my friends, parents. Yes. Not well, my friends, I mean, parents smacking me, but my parents, me, my other friends. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about in the school system. No, dude. Bro, no. we got pops in our school we beat you, We beat you to it. We beat you, beat you to changing that rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I got, you well, get a choice. You can do a hundred sentences or you can get, you can get like five pops. A paddle, really? Yeah, with a paddle. And the PE teachers mm. who did it. Yeah. No, yeah, we did yeah, not so, have that out here. We're a little yeah. bit more progressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the new word. Yeah, that's what they call uh, it. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, anyways, so welcome to the show. Uh, sorry to flip the last you. name there. People that listen regularly, they know I've done that on many different occasions. So I apologize to everybody. <laughs> but um, okay, how I always start the show, because I'm super curious. Uh, how did you find this weird little niche of PDR that you're in? I didn't. It found me. Um, I wasn't looking to do it. Do it. Um, see, brief, brief story. I was... yeah. See, 17, I was 17 and I'd already was already living on my own. Um, my mom had a did, did a little bit of drugs and was a little bit of alcoholic, and uh, she wasn't too fond of someone with the beliefs that I had, and so it didn't make for a good home environment. And so, there's a, a, a grocery store out here called HEB. This is a long story, I'm getting to yeah, it though, yeah. but um, okay. called HEB, and I worked there and I was moving my way up. and I had was so ahead in school that I was getting out of school my high school senior year at like eleven o'clock, and so I went to the manager there and I was like, "Hey, can I um, can I work from like two to ten Monday through Friday full time?" And they're like, "Yeah." And as soon as that happened, I I I left my house and um, 
I ran cross country and, and uh, would just take showers at, at the school. And I lived in my car for a while. But uh, and while all this is happening, um, there's a guy who volunteered in the student ministry I was a part of, knew my story a little bit. And he saw me working one day at HEV. And I thought he was super cool. Um, he's about 10 years older than me. And so, you know how, like when you're like 17, 18, you're just trying to impress yeah. someone, you know, so you'll yeah, say little white lies, sure. you know, just to sound cool. Cause I don't know why we do that, but, uh, he was there and I knew that he worked on cars and I didn't know what he did. And I grew up wrenching on, uh, you know, Trans Ams and, and Camaros and, uh, you know, rebuilding those engines and things with my stepdad. So I was familiar with cars. And, um, and so he was just carrying on conversation. So what do you want to do with your life? You know? And uh, I was like, man, I don't know. I think I just want to do something with my hands, you know, like work, work on cars, which is the furthest from the truth. It isn't what I wanted to do. You just knew that he would like that answer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and, and I'm good at it. You know, it's something I'm, you know, that comes pretty natural to me. And, uh, and he's like, well, and a hailstorm had just fallen and he was like, Hey, why don't you come help me drop headliners? Are you pretty competent? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, he's like, well, I'm working on the weekends right now. How about on the weekends you come drop some headliners for me, make some extra money. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I started dropping headliners. And then next thing you know, I graduate high school and he's just kind of like, come on, how about I teach you? And I was like, sure. And I saw it as a way to pay for college because my parents weren't paying for my college. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was like, oh, I think I, if I learn this, I can make enough money to not have to take out any student loans. And so mm-hmm. that's how I started it. And the guy that trained me was Wade Hartley. Uh, he is the one. Okay. Some of you guys may know who Wade Hartley is. Um, he's, a, he's a character. He's a goofball. Love him to death. Learned a great deal. One of my, you know, one of my best friends. Uh, and um, so, yeah, and he trained me. I worked I did a bunch of odd jobs uh, while being trained by him and eventually Got to where I was proficient enough to. So one little, one little, little white lie exaggeration of the truth, like exaggeration of the truth that you did used to wrench as a kid, but didn't really wanted to get to the car business. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize kind of shaped the direction of your life in some way, (laughs) a big way. Exactly. I mean, it wasn't necessarily wrong. Like it's, I wanted to do stuff with my hands. It wasn't a lie. Yeah. I I didn't, I wanted to do stuff with my hands, but it was, I didn't see myself doing that as a profession. You got to realize I, I went to, I got an associate to behavioral sciences. I mm. then went to university of Houston and uh, studied philosophy and sociology. So you got to realize like I was more of a thinking kind of guy rather than a, uh, I did a lot of hard work. That's how I've always been. I've worked since, you know, since I've, I can ever remember, but um, yeah. And that, that, so you, that was you, survival. So yeah, you passed over. You, you said it real quick, but I'll go back on it. If you want to, if you want to expand, that'd be great. So 17 years old, you're living on your own. Yeah. A big part of the reason because your mom didn't agree that the beliefs that you have, and yeah, yeah. I believe that's around God from our conversations privately. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe, uh, you know, I, I, I take my faith rather seriously, as seriously yeah. as I can. Uh, I'm not the greatest at being a representation of that faith, but uh, I try. So but, uh, but yeah, my, my mom wasn't too fond of someone who professed at the time to be uh, a Christian and she wasn't the happiest with that. So she would, how did you, in. most people get their faith from their parents. How uh-huh. did you find your faith when your parents were so, or your, at least your mom was against it. That's an interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, funny. Cause I grew up in a, a predominantly pretty atheist agnostic home. Uh, mm-hmm. church, church was not part of our life. Um, yeah, yeah. Mine was, uh, 
man, was just, there was a, a guy who just uh, took the time out of it. So like I, the best way without going into crazy details is yeah, like yeah. my dad remarried, remarried someone mm-hmm. uh, when he got remarried after my parents divorced, he married like the stereotypical evil stepmom. And my dad did whatever she said. And it was all about, she did everything for her kids and nothing for me and my brother. And we got kind of mistreated quite a bit. And it was a lot of things. And so like I had mm-hmm. bad conduct grades. I was a GT accelerated student, all A's have always been, been that way. And then this woman comes along and she cares more about like behavioral things. Mm-hmm. And so I, had, I talked a lot, got a, bad, a lot of bad grades. So she would, I, if I got a bad conduct grade on my report card, I, I'd be grounded to my room uh, every single day. So as soon as I got home, I had to go to my room, stay there go eat dinner, come back up. And that was through the weekend. And that would yeah. be for like six weeks until the next report card came out. Oh, until so the six. Next... Oh my yes. gosh. So, and so there was a, there was a local like youth pastor who caught, who caught wind of this. He could tell things were going like, like the way we were, my brother and I were yeah, getting treated. You can see it. You can see could it. See it. Cool. And, yeah. um, and so he figured that out. And so he started like coming over and be like, Hey, I need to take Hudson for this work, you know, this uh, service project. And he knew that my stepmom would never say no to a pastor. And so he would like <laughs> smart. So I was able, like when he found out I was grounded for like, just talking too much, he would do everything in his power to get me out of the house. And so uh, he just, you know, was able to, instead of predominantly a lot of people get scared into their beliefs. I wasn't really scared. I was more, loved into my beliefs and the guy who saw sought me out and and um not in a sexual way because that's where a lot of people will go with that um, oh yeah but, it's true yeah 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 people like oh he's a, he was a no of no, course he, just, he of course he got you out of ground yeah 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 <laughs> i would make a roman catholic joke but that, i know you have that background so. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i can that i can take jokes <laughs> but uh but yeah so he just kind of saw where i was being kind of manipulated not manipulated, but being abused in that way and he did everything his power to like use his powers as a quote-unquote pastor to get me away from all that nonsense so and i eventually i thought he was stupid uh for what he believed i mean i remember getting kicked out just because you were just because you were groomed somewhat by your parents right you're yeah, like yeah. this I mean, guy I'm like how could you believe that this there's a god oh, or i literally got kicked out of yeah. bbs's i got kicked out of bbs's yeah. but you're like well kid. this guy's getting me out of grounding so i guess i'll go <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah and so you know and no matter what i did or how whatever way i messed up he was like dude it's okay and he you know he wouldn't be afraid to be like hey, let's just let's get better mm-hmm. you know and he would always point me you know to scripture and i would ignore him and eventually yeah. like <laughs> naturally <laughs> eventually uh you know i started picking it up for my you know i decided to pick up like the bible for myself and read it and yeah and then you know that led to a lot of my my beliefs so a lot of my belief system comes from me just personally uh investigating it myself i'm, I'm very uh skeptical of a lot of things and so uh i i approached it from a skeptic's standpoint mm-hmm. and i didn't believe it just because someone told me to believe it i believed it because mm-hmm. i actually did the research myself yeah so yeah and- <laughs> And these stories, like these, this is what shapes, in my opinion, I didn't know either one of those stories fully. I don't know if you've shared them very much, but, uh, or on, you know, publicly or whatever, but I can see come up on a PDR podcast. (laughs) Hey, this is a life podcast. We just have an all new PDR to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, Um, right. 
And so the, I can see as those as those experiences have shaped a little bit of the way you conduct yourself in business in your life. Um, yeah, absolutely. which which fascinates me the most because I, I think people I think people forget about this um, or forget that all of this matters in the way that you that you uh, proceed through life and run your business. Um, yeah. Most people see you now as like the PDR tool time guy or uh, the gas pocket door removal guy, <laughs> right? That's right. how I first saw, that's how yeah, I first yeah. met you or heard of you, yeah. right? And they see you as that, but they forget that all this stuff shapes, shapes the way oh, that yeah. you do life and do your business. So, yeah. so you train through, I guess, train from Wade Hartley, fixing cars, doing all that. When did you jump into your own business? Uh, Wade fired me about three years in. Why? Why? Um, because I'm a horrible employee and he's an he's a horrible boss. Perfect. We, right. And we that's both a, we both admit to that. Like, yeah. Um, and I did I I was an extremely opinionated, still am, but I'm I've learned to do a little bit better in, in yeah. most recent years. But More I would tactful. tell I would yeah, I would tell say things how I saw it and and you know, after a while, way just after three years, we just got tired of it and uh and you know, and I would just point out things to him where I was like this, you know, like I need, I need business cards or, you know, it's just simple little things. And I would just rag him about it and, and yada, yada, yada. And eventually, you know, he was like, look, I'm done. And I'm like, okay, bye. And then I just started my own business like that weekend, like within three days, I um, like, I was so pissed because, okay, the story goes like this and Wade may, may tell it differently. Uh, but this is my, my side of it is, <laughs> it was it was like finals this was the final straw and this is how i would like talk back to wade and where he would get pissed and I, he has every right to be pissed so he's my boss and i remember it being i'd finished all my jobs for the day and it was early i'm like hey man i've got some studying to do for finals so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm already, i've already finished everything that i have i'm gonna go home and and uh and study he's like, okay yeah cool sounds good so i go home and um he called, he then calls me like a couple hours later, I'm in the middle of studying and yeah. he's like, Hey, uh, this the place we serve is called Demos. Like Demos has a dent that, um, they need fixed. I go, okay, Today. well, I'm studying for my finals. And he's like, well, no, you need to go do it. I go, no, I already called you and told you that I'm studying for my finals. And if you need anything, uh, to tell me, and you didn't, and he's like, well, they have a dent now and you need to go do it. And I go, well, I'm and not you work go. for me. And yeah. Yeah. And like, so I get it. Uh, and, and so I, but I straight up just told him, I look, don't make me stop what I'm doing and travel all the way across Houston just because you don't want to. Mm. And that's what I yeah. said to him, yeah. you know? So, and then that's when he was like, okay, I'm finished with you. You're done. Bring your tools. And so I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, bring me your tools. And so that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Cause I was always the guy I'd be like, be like, no, I'm not doing it just because you don't want to make the drive. And so, which isn't the best way to be a good employee, right? Like, yeah. But like, yeah, like you said there, yeah, it was, it's a give and take on that relationship. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And so like, we both were dumb. We were, I was so, so you started your business the next week. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing it so, wasn't, yeah. This is before, um, I don't know how or why they gave a, I think I was 20 or 21 at the time. At a Chase Bank, literally next to the apartment complex I was living at the time, I walked over there and I go, "Hey, I'm starting a business." I went on a Saturday morning, and they're like, "Oh, okay." I go, "What do I need?" They're like, "Well, you need a business account." I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna name the company." Wait, can Tangents. I have one of those? 
if they let me open up an account without any legitimate DBA or anything, no business license, nothing. no, nothing. I have no clue how this happened, bro. Like why they let me, why this lady, and maybe she just saw some like young kid. Yeah, who was baby face to too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going, I'm like, yeah, I'm starting a business, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I also need to be able to buy some tools. Um, what can I do? And they're like, yeah, we can give you a credit card with a $4,000 limit, 0% interest financing for a year. I go done, give it to me. I maxed out that card and bought all my tools from dent gear at the time, bought a bunch of dent gear tools. They were there within the next couple of days. And, um, I started my business with that. And by like Wednesday, I was up and running with dent gents. And then the Monday and that Monday I went to the courthouse and actually got my DBN and took it back to the after the bank account. Yeah. That's the typical after the bank account, that's what I suggest weird. people that's, do. That's, yeah. It's not and the, taking like, on debt. And <laughs> yeah. And so I just did that and just made it, made it work um, with, you know, whatever I could get for so how many, what year work. was that? Oh crap. Let's see. You were 21. I don't know how old you're probably like 08. 08. Yeah. So thir- so, so it was, I think 13. it was before the crazy 08 thing happened, like the recession type mm-hmm. stuff happened. I think it was before that because they tightened up the grips. On, that's probably why 08. Oh, happened. that's probably why. Yeah. They're like money. Yeah. It's yeah, it's they're like, oh yeah. yeah. You want an account? Sure. Do you want a house? You can, you want a house? Like we can. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's pretty funny. So I'm pretty sure. Like now, like I went and whenever I did inspection wedge and I opened up an account for inspection wedge, man, yeah. they, like, it's almost like I had to sacrifice my firstborn. Yeah. Yeah. They want know, everything. They want everything. I'm like, good Lord. This has changed. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. A little bit. That's yeah. funny. Um, and so were you ever, were you ever scared, like scared, worried, nervous, anything about starting a business? You tell that story. Like, you're just like, okay, here I go. Like, let me just do yeah. this. Was there ever like, I don't no. know, should I go back to work at AGB? Should I? No, <laughs> no. Um, no. Where, well, how, why? How did like, that's um, rare dude, though. I, I think, well, I don't know if that's, I can't attribute to everything. Like, I think everyone's born with certain skill sets, you know, and you can yeah, get home sure. skills or not. Totally and, agree. Um, you know, some people are really good at like, like me, if you put me in front of a, a video or in front of a camera and a microphone, like I don't freeze up. And it's like, okay, whatever. I'm like, no, Wait, I deal. have some good video footage to prove that, which I probably will share <laughs> in, in today for anticipation oh, of this podcast, which is so good. <laughs> but the, um, but the, but there's some people that they just freeze up and that's not mm. because they don't, they, I'm pretty sure they would like to be better in front of a, a camera, but mm-hmm. they just aren't. They just, that's how they are. So for me, there's just lots of things like high pressure and high stress situations. Typically I, I thrive in. Um, that's just, awesome. who I, that's just kind of the person mm-hmm. I am. Now I've done nothing to deserve that or to earn that. It's just kind of how I'm wired, you know? Yeah. And it's my job to, uh, for me, it's my job to be a good steward of that um 100 so that's going, that's go ahead yeah i think we all have our giftings right mm-hmm. and instead of trying to fight your giftings and try to make what you suck at better it's always good to work on all areas but like lean into your giftings and um and be a good steward of it so for me it's a uh, high stress and those kinds of situations um, typically I'm, I go into overdrive and like the world slows down and I can think more like clearly. a calmness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like in the matter of that weekend, like I was on like freaking like, like 
blinders on a horse. Like I knew exactly as soon as he fired me, I go, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I like, like boom, 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 boom. It happened. And, and I never thought about opening a business or anything. I had never even had those thoughts in my mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all of a sudden, like, as soon as I was fired, it's like the switch went off and I said, let's go, let's do this. Yeah. That's no awesome, excuses, dude. nothing. Um, I don't like excuses. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think, I think that's a, like, I learned this probably, I don't know, four or five, maybe four or five years ago where everyone does has have those innate abilities that they're just a little bit better at. Not that you're like world-class or something, but a little better yeah. at than, than other people around you. And you yeah. can pick up on those yourself a little bit hard sometimes, but um, asking other people like, Hey, what, like, and I, I, w- I did this at a period of my life. Like, what am I, like, what am I a little bit better at than, uh, than other people? Like when you think of yeah. me, like, Oh, Corey's good at this. Like, yeah, what yeah. do you think? You know? Yeah, yeah. And I found those things and then, and then you can take those things and in the context of that life that you're living currently, how can you help change the way, change the industry, change, your business change uh, the way you do business in that, in that local market or whatever. And so that's part of the reason why I, this is my second podcast. I did one many, many years ago. um, And I was like a little bit frustrated with PDR and a little bit like, um, I guess I was born into it essentially. And so I didn't, your dad does it right. Yeah. I I literally started fixing dance at 14 because my dad forced me to go to work with him essentially. So I wouldn't get trouble on summer. So I was like, ah, fucking PDR. Like, ah, like (laughs) it's easy. Like I I know how to do it. Like I I never struggled to learn or anything like that. Yeah. And so I just didn't, I I was just trying to do stuff outside of the industry. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do a different job. I actually quit at one point, did a few other things and came back to it. I was gone for like two years, but but take those superpowers, take those skills, take those things you're a little bit better at. And how can you um, use them to help other people in the industry to change your business, change the industry? That, that's kind of yeah. why I am doing what I'm doing now um, with the PDR coach and coaching and things like that. Yeah, you're taking guy. Yeah, and I think you and I have had conversations uh, mm-hmm. in the past how like people like you or don't make sense to me. Right. Right. I'm like, cause I don't need it. Like I don't need anyone when I wake Mm -hmm. up in the morning and I, once again, I've done nothing to deserve this mindset. This is just who you are. And there's down, there's downsides to every side too. Exactly. So, um, uh, and so when I wake up, I am just extremely filled with passion and, and everything. Like you don't have to get me out of bed. I'm going to get out of bed on my own. I don't need coffee. I'm ready to go. Um, and you love coffee, but you don't need it. Yeah. 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 Like I just enjoy coffee personally. Yes. Um, like if anything, coffee, coffee actually slows me down. Um, because of ADD. well, that's what ADD does. You okay. Know, yeah, ADD, yeah, yeah. It kind of like, mm-hmm. it kind of does its opposite effect. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, so anyways, the, but again, the downside to that is that in school you were getting the non, what was it? Non what letters? Oh, I was getting yeah, conduct, bad conduct grades. Cause bad I'm the, conduct grades, yeah. but in the business world, you wake up with a little bit of the ADD, a little bit of the excitement, a little bit of the passion actually helps you yeah. in that way. So there is plus yeah, positive yeah. and, and, and on the flip side, I think, I think everyone's got their one issue that they're going to struggle with too for the rest yeah. of their life. It's, it's, yeah. We have intangibles that make us in each one of us individually incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have some things that can really take us the wrong way. And, and we so for me, a little bit. I think there's men like, uh speaking for men individually like men us men we have like some people they just can't 
can't hold their liquor or some people can't uh control like their their lust for things or things that they probably shouldn't or, have or, lust their, for. or their anger or their yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's ego me. And, or yeah or pride or whatever and for me yeah. my struggle for like my whole life has been anger like i can get anger at the flip of a switch man because i'm so passionate and i care so much about every stupid little thing that um that because i care so much i can get hooked on like just silly little things that piss me off yeah, yeah. and uh, and allows me to like flip a switch to where i just go from like super happy to like pissed and i've gotten a lot better because of self-awareness yeah. and you and i have talked about uh self yeah enneagram you know the enneagram stuff yeah yeah because like i'm huge on the enneagram not because i don't like not because it puts you in a box but um it's it brings around self-awareness you're already in that box (laughs) do what you're like already in the box in in some way like in enneagram you already are that it's just yeah yeah identifying it for you exactly for people that are listening the enneagram is spelled e n n e a g r a m and it's not Instagram. No, not in any. Yeah. 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 And, and it's in man, I, I, someone told me to take it and I rolled my eyes about it. Same. Same. And I did, I did a legit one that was like, it cost me like 10 bucks and it took me like an hour to take of just like answering all these questions of being brutally honest about yourself. And yeah, dude, the, the thing is that my whole life, I, um, I had people tell me like, dude, you're too passionate for your own good because I was like hmm. burning bridges left and right because I did not care as long as I got from point a to point b i don't care who i ran over in the process mm, and who i heard interesting in the process. and because i would say like well that's just the truth like i'm telling you the truth you're like what? whether i yeah. tell it the right whether i tell it in a fluffy way or a, a non-fluffy way the truth is the truth so you're gonna be hurt no matter what so i'm just gonna tell it straight <laughs> like it is right which is a very selfish way of thinking because like instead sure. of me caring about how they need to hear it i'm just mm-hmm. kind of saying like no this is, this is what i want to say so mm-hmm. get over it and uh, uh, that was, yeah, one of our first conversations is around Enneagram. And it's funny because I, I was just kind of into it at that time. My wife and I went on a, like a trip, just the two of us. And on the yeah. way down, we listened to a couple podcasts about it. She was like reading all the stuff about it. Like the yeah, number yeah. she is versus number me. And so I was like really into it when you called me and cause I had seen you online and knew of you and all that stuff. And then like, you asked me like, do you know Enneagram? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm a three. And you're like, ah, I can see that. And then I'm like, what are you? And you're saying, so then you like can kind of understand yeah, yeah. the person a little better, which is if you, if, if our world can, could do that and understand like, oh, this person is a, you're a six, I think. Right. Is that? No, 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 no. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm an eight, what, my I'm wife's an eight wing seven and eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so if you understand like what that means, you can kind of say, like, okay, this is how I can deal. This is how I can, um, relate to this person or understand the person. So that, well, that, I like it. Yeah. There's that. And then just also like, um, man, I, uh, it is, it gives you states of like, whether you're in a healthy state an unhealthy state or like an average state. Right. Yeah. And like how you act in those states. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I, uh, what it did is there was these traits. I'm like, Holy crap, this is me. This is me. And I was like looking at it and it was like in an unhealthy category, this is yeah. what your typical Enneagram number, like, will go towards. I'm like, Holy yeah. crap. Like in stress, you go to this. And I was like, Oh, this is also, that's stupid. exactly me. Yeah. And I was like, crap. And I'm like, I hate this kind of stuff, but I was like, it's so stupid accurate. And the thing I liked about it though, is instead of just labeling me, it says like, mm-hmm. well, you're, you're probably this because of this happened in your upbringing. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah, yeah. totally stinking true. Yeah, and then it was like in a, in times of stress, you go towards this. I'm like, 
Yep. And it's like in times yeah. of like relaxation, you go to this. And I was like, holy crap. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's true. That's done. true. So to, to go well, and we flip flop, I'm going to go back yeah, business yeah. life, business Sorry, life. Yeah. Cause no, that's good. That's like, that's how it intertwines all together and people, yeah, yeah. And people can learn from it. Um, you started a business, you got a, uh, they're just handing you money, handing you business licenses or bank accounts for no reason. Um, how did you grow it? I mean, people that see you now, um, you probably became more, I know you don't like this, but you did it to yourself more popular over the last five years than you were the previous five years. Um, how did you grow your, how did you grow your business, uh, to, to where you, you're booked multiple weeks out, um, you know, charging price guide, uh, taking care of, how did you, how did you do that? How did you go from, you know, buying $4,000 worth of tools and to where you are today. Like, yeah. Um, so I am very much, I think there's different approaches to business. First mm-hmm. of all, I'm not a business guy. I'm not, I, I think when, well, excuse, let me change it. I think when it comes to business there, you can be a head guy or you can be a heart guy. Um, and yeah. I lead my business more with my heart than I do with my head. I do not make logical business decisions that are that great. Um, now I, I would make the argument that it makes better impact for things that are more important than business, mm-hmm. the way I, I lead yeah. my business. But, uh, I, I believe in the long game. I believe in slow growth. I don't believe in fast growth. I don't want to do a bunch of quick growth. Cause I think a uh, quick growth, it, just cause you're growing doesn't mean it's healthy. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I don't believe in the adage of like, you have to be growing every single year from your bottom line. Like if you made hundred thousand last year, you got to make at least 120,000 the next year. It's like, well, you don't have to, I think it's a good, if you do, but like, you're not a failure if you don't. And that, that was just kind of, for me, um, it's been a slow, gradual growth of just doing my job. Well, I've never taken out advertisements. I've never advertised. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'll, I have advertised, but it wasn't, I didn't do it in hopes of getting business. I just did it to kind of just like support something yeah yeah you know, it was like, like a little league game or like yeah a, like, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, can we get, we'll put your name on a koozie i'm like, like okay, okay. Here's it gives, 200 it gives bucks. the kids yeah. the kids get some jerseys cool here you yeah. go Dent chance right I, i've never anything that i've mm. ever thrown money at like that i've never gotten money i've never mm. gotten anything back and you and i've had these conversations too because i am i am a head head centered leader yeah. to the max especially being in enneagram three that's where i natural that's my natural tendency and so there's yeah you, you and I could argue on the, you know, growth and too quick of growth or needing to grow or whatever. And we have yeah. somewhat over the phone, but yeah. um, there, there, there are benefits to both too. I yes, think. Absolutely. And, I have to, I have to do that. I have to yeah. take my heart and, and squash it down sometimes mm-hmm. because um, that's just like Matt Moore and I are, are good friends and he, and yeah. he, he and I will just go back and forth a lot for lot. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, cause like my, my thing is, is I'd rather have a slow steady growth where I can mm-hmm. actually give great customer service. Now, yeah. what I could do is I could go and put it right now. I could go start a bunch of Google ad campaigns and yeah. I could go and just go gangbusters and advertise everywhere. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I get so many calls that I can't even keep up and I get, mm-hmm. I get bad customer service. Yeah. And I would rather struggle financially for a while um, in the beginning and make a slow, steady growth and just find my ways in. Now, that doesn't mean mm-hmm. I wasn't knocking on doors and stuff at the time, but yeah. I've gotten to a point now where I don't knock on doors anymore. 
Yeah, but did, so so at that time, the slow, steady growth, the cut, like yeah. at some point, you had to go make it happen. Yeah. Right? So what did you? Because for the people that are more naturally like you, um, in that in that regard, and aren't aren't probably more naturally like me, like I'll yeah. I will go find a way to make a sale. I'll yeah. find a way to make like that. Like what, how, what do you suggest that they do? How do you okay, go yeah, into I'm sorry. heart yeah, centered was... leader? That's okay. How do you go to heart centered leadership and actually like actually grow your business? Because you can actually have a better impact on people if you have money and you know that yeah. you can donate to the little league. It's like, how do you do that? Yeah. So, okay. So if you're starting out, what I would say is first of all, if you're not good at fixing dents, you're not going to get far. It, 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 like you would want. I think you can. There's a lot of people out there that do, but they're not going to really go to Excel and exactly. they're not going to be able to get accounts as easily. So luckily for me, I was trained by Wade. He had a very high standard and I appreciate that. And, um, and I, I ended up, so I, I became pretty good, pretty fast at fixing dents. It wasn't easy. I wasn't, I wasn't a natural, yeah. But Wade has a high standard and I did it. So first of all, if you're not where you want to be fixing dents wise, then you need to just go to get a, like a hood to practice on and make some crazy dents and start going mm-hmm. to town and making sure that you have, you can put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. That's so a quick, step. a quick detour on that. Do you have yeah. any, any level that you can suggest that they be at before they start? Like, cause I, I yeah, yeah. you and I are if still you, getting better. Yeah, so yeah. where, where is that? Do you have any? body if you can't fix a body line clean okay okay that, um, that would be a good one if you can't fix don't good, go out and sell if you can't fix a sharp body line clean you should probably wait till you you go in there uh like you're the biggest man in the world you know like you're the best 10 guy in the world okay mm-hmm. if you can't fix the body line and fix it to where it's pretty much non-existent yeah most um, customers are going to be fine with it yeah 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 then then you need to chill all right. You need to chill. I, I can't tell you, there was a guy in my local area that was spreading. He couldn't fix body lines, but he was getting mm-hmm. door left and right. And yeah, he yeah. would tell customers like, Hey, the, yeah, you can't dents can't, you can't fix a dent on the body line. You have to take it to the mm-hmm. body shop. And we all have those, those guys at our market. Yeah. yeah. And the, and luckily the customer found me before he took it to the body shop and he was about sure. to paint his like practically brand new Range Rover because <laughs> the guy told him it couldn't be fixed. I'm like, just don't even, like, don't lie. You don't need to lie. Just, just be honest. Be like, Hey, you know mm-hmm. what? Like, I'm really good at these, these doordings, but I'm still getting better at the, I think that's another thing is like, I don't, Dude, and that's the heart centered. Le- that's the heart centered leader right there. Like if yeah. at some point you got to go out there and you're going to get a dent that you, you can fix body lines and you go out. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, now yeah. there is a five inch body line dent, aluminum panel, whatever yeah. on a really high end car. And Sometimes, you're only going to get better if you do it. Yeah. And now well, there's, and, th- there's that, but I think the other side too, sometimes you, I've did this down the road. Like I, 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 I can't fix that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, I don't think I can do that. I'm good at this and this, but I don't know if I can do And that's not, that's like you taking care of that customer versus like, yeah. Versus like, Oh, I'm going to, or, or, or the other option is set that expectation. Here's what I can do for you. I don't think it'll be perfect because of this and then go ahead and do it, but don't tell yeah. them that can't be fixed by PDR. Yeah. Right? I mean, what is it? Um, and it's funny. I say like, don't, you know, just don't lie. But I, uh, you yeah. know, the start of my story getting into PR is telling like a, sl- <laughs> a, <lie. laughs> a kind of half exaggeration. Right? The, yeah. The, the irony there. Right. But, um, <laughs> you know, th- I'm 33 now. And so I've in, in, uh, as I get older, I realize yeah. like, just lying doesn't do any good for you. And so like, I've had a customer to like, I had a customer like a year or two ago where it was a competitor of mine who were friends. And he was like, look, 
look, I this dent is just out of my range, but Hudson can take care of it. I'd give Hudson a call. And, yeah. and guess what? Is later on down the road, that customer is probably going to call my competitor for like the little door dings because he appreciated that honesty. And then the probably. big stuff, he'll probably call me. Who yeah. knows? And so it's a win-win. Like, just don't, don't, you don't need to lie. Just be honest. Or, but if you are at a wholesale account and you're trying to, you know, keep them happy, then, uh, and a big dent comes up, like you stay there all day. Yeah. You do not leave until you fix yeah. that dent and you make it better. Simple mm-hmm. as that. And if you can't yeah. make it better, then you got to start getting better. Uh, yeah. So, and you got to leave with your heart on those because leading with your head on that, you're going to start calculating how much money you're making per hour. And it's going to be bad. No, it's bad. Right? It's you're going to spend yeah. 12 hours on that dent. You got 400 bucks for it. Doesn't matter in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the first like year or two, like don't even think yeah. about like if you even break even, you're, you're, you're good. But um, so and that's my opinion. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's good because people hear my opinion all the time. And so yeah, I like yeah. having the differing opinion on the podcast. So people, cause not everybody yeah. agrees with the way I do it. So, yeah. And so for, for, so then once you are proficient, once you, once you, I would say the, the standard being, you can fix a, a solid body line uh, dent, then that's when you need to start knocking on doors and you start showing your face. I, I, I believe in an old school way. Now, whenever I showed up here to my part of town where I, I live now, is they've had dent guys here that have been servicing all like the wholesale accounts for like 20 yeah. years. Like I would show up. I used to have like a little before and after like a uh, picture book that yeah. showed all the dents I have fixed and like what I'm capable of. And I would go in there and I, like I printed them out and I would just drop them out on the GM's uh, yeah. table with my business cards and, and they didn't care. They're like, Oh man, we got, Hey, you know, it looks like you can do some good stuff, man. But you know, I go hunting and fishing with Randy here yeah. and uh, <laughs> man, he, I mean, we just, I mean, heck, we even do Thanksgiving together. He's he's like family, so I I, I appreciate you dropping this off. Not, you know, so now you now you got the accent all of a sudden. The Houston. Well, that's what they, I mean. It's all that's right, what I, it is out here, bro. It's like yeah, it, yeah. it's it's good old boy system, and so it, it, a lot of it came out to who you know. And what I found is a lot of the dealerships up on my side of town were locked in by guys who have been there for literally over a decade, and so I was like, well, I can't compete with that like i don't hunt and fish with the gms so do you, that, you didn't even hunt and fish probably do you hunt and fish oh i fish okay yeah okay. i do like i do yeah. freshwater fishing but uh hunting i haven't done much hunting in my life as much as i'd yeah. like to anyway uh, so how do you break past that because every so many guys do struggle with this yeah what did and you do? so uh so what i did is <laughs> excuse me uh what i what i did is i you know i just kept going towards the uh the retail side so mm-hmm. i started dropping my my uh my cards off at things that i think were going to drive more retail so body shops yep. and uh like so i started doing body sh- drop my card off at body shops started dropping my card off at service drives at car washes all these kinds of things that's what i started doing Interesting. and um and those are the things that i knew would lead to referrals for uh mm-hmm. retail Mm-hmm. And so I built my website. I put my website up there. I learned how to just kind of do it instead of, I wanted to get first placement up on, you know, Google like organically. Sure. So I just kind of talked to a couple of friends who knew a little bit about something and they taught me the drip method. So you would do a blog with all the keywords mm-hmm. and just, yes, instead yeah. of this, and just slowly drip, you know, have your, your uh, website constantly updating uh, with like new content and Google would love that. 
And so I would stay. And so my website started getting some things. I, I paid like, I went on Fiverr and for, there was a guy there for like $90 would list all your business listings on over 300 different websites that allow you Dir- to on directories. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, and so my dungeons.com got listed on all that. So yeah. And, just, and that's like the directory is like Yelp or Google, my business or YP.com or any of those and 300, there's like all of yeah, them that you can Yeah, make. There's hundreds of them that we don't just even know of, but thousands had a whole probably. List and he basically went through and put all my info yeah. and all I did that. that back in the day too, for like a couple and, hundred bucks or something. Yeah. And so yeah. that, that got me. And so what I started doing, I think dude, the first year up on this side of town, I think I maybe made 30 to 40 K. There you go. That's, it, that's good info to have though, honestly. Yeah. For, like for that's, guys. dude. And I, I, it wasn't until I was in like year six, maybe mm-hmm. of doing dents that I finally hit like six figures. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and that, and the thing is, is I didn't, I had no desire to get to that. I didn't care. As it wasn't as a knees, number. Yeah. There was no number. I don't, I'm not yeah. numbers driven. Now mm-hmm. I will say that I do keep track of my numbers now and I look at it to be like, okay to kind of have a good pulse of where I am, but like, I'm not like, okay, this year, this year, I'm going to make this much. Like I don't three. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, yeah. my, my mentality is like, I'm going to be the best dent guy in front of that customer today. Whoever calls me, I want them to have the best experience. And that will lead to them sharing, sharing my info more. Like I'm 15 years in and I'm pretty much purely word of mouth. I have a website that I pay a hundred bucks a year to keep up. And I'm listening. I I try to do it. So here's, here's another thing I would say if you're starting out, take advantage of every single free list, free opportunity to share yourself. So I don't care about for Instagram or Facebook or Yelp or Google my business. Like I don't care about that stuff. I don't want it, but the thing is the necessary evil and it's free. It's free. You can list your business for free. Mm -hmm. You can make TikTok videos that you then share to your Instagram that then shares to your Facebook just from doing Mm -hmm. one post. Yeah. And you can YouTube. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And YouTube, like all these things um, that you can start doing that are free, that don't cost you yeah. anything for your business just to get your name out there. And uh, so the, the crazy thing is, is I just kept doing more retail and body shops and the body shops that hand out my cards. Cause here's what mm-hmm. happened is um, I had a main body shop that they kept stacks of my cards. Like I would probably give them like a hundred cards a month and they would hand them all out. <laughs> Because they don't want to deal with these little door dings. They don't want to, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it messes up with their system. They're like, Hey, look, here's Hudson. He can fix that. He'll come to your house because they knew that I was kind of their man on the street is if there yeah. was something I couldn't fix. I'd be like, Hey, look, this is beyond the repairs of PDR. You need to take it to the body shop. Yeah. That and they're much. like, Oh, okay. And I go, take it to this one. They do really good work. And they did like, I wasn't going to yeah. send like they, they worked in my personal vehicle. Sure. And that's my, actually my only one star review I've ever had is because I referred someone to a body shop because they hole they had a hole in their bedside. They literally, they were, had a they, hole. they were mad. You couldn't fix it. And they, they said, Hey, and the guy came and I met with them. And I go, this is before I, before I asked for photos, cause I was an idiot. And I met the guy and yeah, I saw yeah, him. Yeah. I'm like, Hey man, you, you've got a hole. Like I don't fix holes. I fix dents. Like you need to go to a body <laughs> shop. And he's like, he's like, so you won't fix my car. I'm like, sir, I don't I have the ability. Like, you, like I, I fix dents. And he was like, so what do I need to do? I go, well, you need to go to a body shop. This is what a body shop fixes. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, I recommend this body shop in the area. They do great work. And I mean, I take my personal vehicles there and they're like, 
okay. And then he went there and I guess he didn't like the price. And he went and left me a one story that this guy refused to work on my, on my car, sent, sent me to a body shop that wanted thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, sorry for the situation that you're sorry. in. That's funny. Yeah, man. So like, that's the only one star review I have. And I was so upset, but I just, you know, just responded to it and whatever. So I, I, that's like the last five minutes of you telling your story through how you grew your bit, I think is super helpful. And something that if, if you're a newer guy in business, go back and listen to a couple of times. Cause that's, that's all that's hugely important. Hugely important. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say also that I wish I would push more of, but I don't because yeah. I just don't want to be that person is uh pushing like google reviews and stuff yeah. like that uh, i don't push reviews a lot and or i used in the beginning i did get quite a few yelp reviews and then yelp changed its algorithm and yeah. overnight i lost 60 of them yeah we all we all of us are in your same boat yeah so i was like crap so i stopped pushing that and i started pushing more google reviews yep. and but like i've got competitors who have been around for for least amount less years than I have. And yeah. they've got more reviews than me. And I mm -hmm. think, cause you know, they push it and I know some of them offer yeah. like a, a discount if you get, yeah. and I just refuse is, to be that person. Yeah. Like you I'm like, look, either you're going to get like every review that you see on my Google account is not because I asked someone to leave me a review. It's because yeah. I did such a good job mm -hmm. that they felt inclined to go in and leave yeah. that five star. Review. And but that's, that's the business. Like, that's the back and forth on the business thing too, though, because like you, you serve the customer really well. You take care of them really well. I, I've heard that you love that part of it, having the conversation with them, a little bit of therapy for them. You're like a hairdresser and I, I feel the same way. It's like you go fix a car and they'll sit and talk to you for two hours. Oh, bro, yeah. And you love it's it. It's why I'll never have a retail shop. It's why I'll yes. never have it's one. A, I totally agree I with you. I love people too much. And so I would argue to you, like you should push those more because you should. Be, you, I want you to take care of more customers. And so there's the back yeah. and forth between head and heart. Right. Where yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, well, push that because they should be coming to you, man. You yeah, know? It, it's and you're absolutely right. And the funny yeah. thing is, is I get so wrapped up in like authenticity. And yeah, being authentic. you're like, I don't want to ask for. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. and so it's like my, my really hard headed view is like, no, I'm going to give them such a great service and such a they're great just gonna feeling go seek it out <laughs> that they but they're not even going to give a five-star review because i asked for it. they're going to get five-star review because i did such a great job like that yeah, is my goal yeah. with every repair is i want the process mm -hmm. from when they immediately called dent gents to the yeah. end that they're like wow that was amazing i need to leave a review yeah. i don't want to ask for it now and so is that smart business wise no and i should i'm actually talking to my admin right now of maybe doing follow-up you know text me hey mm -hmm. if you thought this was great. Here, here's a place here. You can leave a legitimate question here. and not a prop. Like, Oh, sometimes people just need a little, that little prompt though. And even yeah, in your absolutely. own life, there's a couple of stories where that little nudge helped you go a direction in absolutely. life. And so like, clearly like, you crushed it. You knocked it out of the park, but like, Hey, here's the quick, yeah. because the world we live in today, yeah, here's yeah. the link, click on the link and take 45 seconds to give me a review. Right? Like yeah, that's yeah. okay. It doesn't ruin the authenticity it, of it. That's what yeah, I know. You're, you're absolutely right. You, yeah, yeah. Because it's funny. Like people will be like, man, uh, can I get a couple, like at the end of the room yeah. at the end, like the is like, Hey, can I get a couple cards I can hand out? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I go, Hey, just, I will say like, I'm word of mouth only. I don't advertise. Yeah. So I rely upon you guys letting everyone else know about the service. So yeah. please feel, please feel free to share that. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. And I was, yeah, uh, yeah. I usually hope that ends up in a review, but I think that just means like <laughs> people don't think like that though, because yeah, they're yeah. Not, they don't own their own business. They don't think like, how could I tell everybody all at once? Yeah. That yeah, I, yeah. you know, and so, so anyways, but that, that, that we go back and forth on that stuff, which I love. So 
the, I'll go back to the first time I ever saw videos of you, you uh, were the gas pocket door guy, which is, yeah. which is a weird lo- little thing, but like, it was true at the time. Like I wasn't the only one that thought that I've heard from you later. Um, one, why did you start doing that? Two, what did that, t- did that lead you anywhere that you didn't suspect that it would because when you came, I guess the first question before those is like, is that when you kind of became on the map in PDR when people knew who you were and then where did that take you? Um, so, or had I just not heard of you at that point? Yeah. I don't, I'm surprised if, people hear about me I, hey i'm a <clears throat> i'm just a millennial man i'm just doing social media like a millennial does i just i like to share everything yeah um so for me i i never started making those videos to go anywhere it was just uh i wanted to be helpful like hey we're yeah. trying not to drill quarter panels where people typically drill here's a way to remove a gas a fuel door pocket um yeah. so you don't have to do any drilling because i i yeah. was doing it a lot on i had to service a mercedes account and, and you started and, out uh, drilling the heck out of them, I'm sure. Well, no, no, I, I wouldn't. I oh, was no? doing a lot of glue pulling, a lot of glue uh, pulling. And 10 years ago? No, 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 not 10 okay. years. No, no, that's yeah. not how long I've been servicing. I've been servicing oh, that right. Mercedes account for like five or six years now. Gotcha. Uh, maybe yeah. five years. And um, so that's, and I haven't been, you know, I think it's been like five years since I started making those videos. Right. Yeah. And then that just that's led to right. like me, like, I was like, oh, you know, this isn't too hard to just like make videos that are helpful. So I started just making other videos like, hey, here's a tool I used mm-hmm. and this is what I used it for. And just putting yourself in front of that. And like, I literally never had any desire to be like any type of inf- quote unquote influencer. The, yo- the youngest influencer in the PDR industry. You didn't have any desire to become that. <laughs> I had to drop it at least once. I into hate the podcast. You so, yeah, there were, we were at some event and someone late, like over a loudspeaker is like uh, the the youngest uh, influencer in the PDR industry. I'm like, who the, <laughs> where's this guy at? <laughs> and they say oh, my name. I'm like, yeah, you got the wrong guy. Um, but they didn't though. That's what I keep telling you. What, nah. They're not wrong though. No, you I don't, don't like that be, label, but they're not wrong. No, I don't try to influence. I just try to share. And so, and I like teaching. I love teaching. Mm. And so, yeah. um, I think, you know, I've talked a lot about this. Like, I don't wake up in the morning looking forward to making metal flat. No. It's just not something I look forward to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good at it. I'm oh. good at making metal flat. Yeah. But what I love most is I love teaching. I love people. Um, mm-hmm. And so what I do is I take an old school mentality where I think a lot of people in our generation grew up with parents that um, went to their nine to five. And it just killed them on the inside, but it gave them mm-hmm. a great benefits and great income for, to support their family. And they live for the weekend. What we're seeing is our generation is people would rather make less money and do what they love. I got a buddy who yes. is, is a, uh, an engineer, went to University of Texas, got his uh, master's degree and was making well over six figures and left it to be a barista because he just wanted to do what he's loved. Just, yeah, I, I, I know a buddy who did that. He started a coffee shop, but same yeah, type yeah. of idea. But he's being barista and he was happy yeah. with it. And, um, yeah. and so for me, I think both ways are not okay. Yeah. I think the, our parents way of doing things of killing yourself for the sake of good mm-hmm. benefits and income. And then yep. the destroying your income and benefits just to do what you love. So you'll never work a day in your life. I like to mesh the two. So I'm yes. going to take what I'm good at and allow it to get it to what I love. So I, um, I eventually saw that people enjoyed my videos or they found them helpful. And so I just kept going with it because I love teaching. I love sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I grew up with a grandfather who was really big into show and tell. Like anytime we went to his house, he would show and tell. And I very much came and have that kind of culture. Mm. My wife didn't understand it till she met my grandfather. She's like, this makes so much sense. Of why I you see are. where you came from. Yeah. yeah fascinating. Like, yeah. No one, like anytime someone <clears throat> comes to my house, I got to show them like the new, well, whatever new thing. I'm like, look at this. Can you believe yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, and so I'm the same way with dentals. I'm like, look at this freaking dental. Look what I can yeah, do. Yeah. Look at what it did for me. Yeah. 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 And that's, um, that's fascinating. And, and I, dude, I was also a theater mate. Like I was a theater kid in high school yeah. as well. And I had a scholarship to I go for that, acting. Yeah. Um, so being in front of people is not anything yeah. that's difficult for me. So yeah, it led to that. And then what, so what I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. summarize this real quick and then I, I try not to lose your train of thought. No, I like doing this for, for the, the listeners. Um, yeah, yeah. uh, so look at your powers that you have and try to influence the industry. So theater guy show and tell is big for you um love helping other people being being a teacher everyone that knows you now can see why you love what you're doing and you're actually helping the industry and not not even you can't don't even have to say on purpose you're doing what you want you like to do and it's helping yeah. the industry and that's the exact same spot that i'm in so the question that you need to ask yourself all the people listening what are you really good at like the yeah. marriage between show and tell theatrics and teaching people has led you to where you are today for PDR yeah. tool time, real world PDR, et cetera. Yeah. Right. So what do you, are you good at? Not you Hudson, but yeah. other people listening that you can do to help the industry. Is it start by making gas pocket door videos? Yeah. Right. And it leads you to where you are today. Ask yourself that question. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Or, or I, I would take a pause and say, you know what, who cares about the industry? What is going to be best for you and your family? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. It, it does me making gas pocket videos wasn't didn't do anything for my business. It was simply just because I enjoy helping and I enjoy it brings an immense amount of joy to me mm. uh, to do that. I, I it didn't do anything for your PDR business, but it did no. something for your life. In yes, fact it did something for my, my opinion. It got you into the, did it get you to PDR tool time circle yeah and so that eventually got you like, into the real world um, PDR circle which you're now a partner in and making I'm assuming making money I don't care how much but you're a partner in it yeah so what so it got uh, you there the yeah. uh yeah the sequence of events is make videos yeah. uh and I'm gonna start making enough videos just for fun and post yeah. them online to where Vince and Daniel noticed it and they're like hey yeah. we want you to start making videos you know exactly. specifically for PDR tool time we think you're making sure. enough tech tips and whatnot I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'll do it under the moniker. That fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's, yeah, it'd be fun. Yep. So, and did that for a couple of years. And then eventually like, hey, come on the podcast regularly. I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, now that recently we kind of, you know, just came to an end, just all of our lives. You know, John mm -hmm. Renstrom is Naturally, quasi, yeah. he's quasi retired now. Yeah. Vince is helping like crazy going gangbusters over at Anson. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and his wife uh, recently was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So he's mm -hmm. fighting her with, fighting that with her. Yeah. Uh, and then Daniel's got his own business to run like, you know, and he's, he's making all kinds of tools yeah. and stuff. You got the now, MPDR so. and yeah. 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 So everyone just kind of, and I, my business was just the busiest it's ever been this year. And yeah. so it coming to an end, it just kind of, you know, kind of did its mm -hmm. thing. Um, so after that, Jim Mitchell, uh, he and I have, we talk on a regular basis and it, we started talking because Jim made a very defamatory uh, unacceptable video about Daniel 
Yeah. And uh, me being the kind of guy I am, I called him out on it. Not yeah. publicly, but privately. I don't believe in the that. anger. Yeah. Snap. Well, and, and here's the thing is like, is, you know, but I've learned to like, okay, look, I don't want to just come over you and say like, I'm not about coming over. I'm not, yeah. I will never, I never want to come over <clears throat> someone and be like, I'm better than you. That is never yeah. my desire. And if, if anyone yeah. ever uh, takes it that way, then it, it really hurts my heart is I want to come yeah. alongside you. Yeah. My job is always to come alongside you and to encourage you towards uh, being a, a, a better dude, you know? Yeah. And so Jim was but doing publicly, you yeah. made a video to him, right? No, no. no. Okay. No, I, I never gotcha. made a public video to Jim. At least gotcha. that's what I'm aware of. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. No, I like I'm all about like, privately yeah. though. Yeah. But privately yeah. I reached out to Jim. I go, look, what you did was unacceptable. Mm. Whether, whether you're true, whether what you said are true is true or not. I don't think it is, but you, you, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Like, and, uh, he and I, you know, we, we started <clears> out as, you know, just kind of going back and forth, uh, yeah. and messaging. And then eventually like he realized that I wasn't coming here to like chastise him or tell him like, look, I know you're better than this. Yeah. Like you're better than the man you're being. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for you. If you need anything, like, I'm not saying yeah. I'm a better man than you, but I'm saying that I can see who, what your potential is. And I want you yeah. to be that. And I'm here to, to kind of just point you in the right direction if you need it. And Jim, to his credit, like eventually owned up to his stupidity. And uh, he did and that publicly. Eventually, he did that well, publicly. Yeah. He apologized yeah. to Daniel Grom. And I yeah. know that, that Daniel still doesn't want anything to do with them for good reason. Um, and then um, but, you know, I just through Jim's sobriety, uh, you know, I, I became, we became friends. Mm-hmm. I was just like, look, dude, you need someone to talk to. I'm here. Um, and I wasn't going to like hold his wrongdoings against him right i don't sure. i don't yeah. yeah and um and that goes back to yeah. the, your your faith probably and and all that like just you guiding you being there was probably not a lot of people doing that maybe maybe none others no others <laughs> besides well, you look, look, so like my, my and belief, that's awesome my belief is i don't mm-hmm. believe god is a cosmic atm i don't mm-hmm. put in a bunch of good in order to get mm-hmm. good out mm-hmm. all right that is not that that's karma. I don't believe in karma. I believe in a God and I believe in Jesus. And mm-hmm. so for me, I do good, not because I want to get good back, but I do good because the exorbitant amount of good that's been poured into my life by God. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgive, around. I forgive because of the amount of forgiveness that has been given to me. I give mm-hmm. grace because the amount of grace that's been given to me by a holy and just God. So, uh, not to get preachy there, no, but, that's- um, but that's, that's my, that's my system. Like I'm not doing good to get good back. I'm doing yeah. good because good has already been done on the cross for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, you're trying that's to, you're goal. trying to pit the ATM spitting money out. You're trying to give it back as much yeah. as possible. And so like, and so like when it comes to Jim, you know, or any friendship really, it's like, yeah, yeah you wronged me, but let's work towards forgiveness. Like, it's, yeah, you wronged me. Let's, let's move forward. Like, um, and I try to do that privately and like, you know, there's, biblically there's there's things to explain how to handle with how to handle conflict and so i try my best to handle conflict biblically and and so that starts with a one-on-one and dude jim's grown so much he came out about so much you know he's his so he has sobriety now he's sober he doesn't even drink anymore and uh super proud like he didn't have to do that but he know he has become self-aware enough to know exactly that's huge yeah yeah self-awareness is so huge um and so he's become self-aware enough to know and through that friendship, as soon as PDR tool time ended, he was like, dude, come make video content, like free agent. 
<laughs> or something like that. Yeah. As soon as, he's like, and so and the thing is, is another thing that was hard about PDR tool time is we never made any money. Like we get a free tool here every once in a while, but there, I mean, it's tools that we could afford to buy if we wanted to. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, but the, the thing is, is as soon as that ended and the reason why, why it was so easy for Dan is because, and you know how no this goes. Pushing People, it. Yeah. Well, well, it wasn't monetized. PDR tool time yeah. wasn't monetized. So it was totally a labor of love. And after four years of just in and out, and then like MTE started expecting us to do the PDR playground, each MTE, which we weren't getting paid for. No. Finally, this at Vegas, we're like, look, we, we'd love to do this, but you got to at least give us like a compass, like a hotel a room, room or something. Yeah. yeah and so, sure. and still like, you know, it's like a, that's like $200 of a hotel room to give up. Yeah, you know, 16, 16 hours of work uh, at a booth. You know, <laughs> that's that I'm stuck that's at. a bad rate. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's and so, yeah, it was still very much labor love. And I think if we monetize it to where like we could afford like all the equipment that was bought was yeah, all bought off our own dime, you know, like yeah. the, the time the to record and, time to to post and prep and yeah, answer questions. And it's, yeah, it's and it's hard to continue doing that if you don't have um compensation an incentive yeah or an incentive mm. yeah and so like with real world pdr um you know we we came up with a thing where like hey i want you to make content yeah. but uh and i want to offer it to for training and you know you'll actually be paid for that and mm-hmm. um and it's another thing and the reason why i like this is because instead of it being a uh a like uh here's your set salary you know jim and i have an agreement it's 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 a subscriber base so if it grows then my income grows if it falls so, in my videos falls. yeah and i and that's how i like it because that that's yeah. a good incentive you know mm-hmm. um and so like i've been just churning out video after video after video uh to put up on real world pdr i think he's got like 25 videos just re- that are about to you know start slowly being trickled mm-hmm. in there that's just non-stop new content awesome. um because jim's like dude I've, I've made like two to three hundred videos and i think i've like there's a little bit more here or there I could teach, but I, he's like, I think we need like a different he's perspective. He's taught what he could taught. Yeah. That's smart on his yeah. part though. It really is. Yeah. So now you're going to get a guy with his perspective and he mm-hmm. and I, we, the, it's kind of like a yin and yang. Like, it is. you know, like he's agnostic atheist. I'm this little Christian boy. He, he's got a fixed retail location and people that work for him. I'm completely mobile retail. We're doing a little Solo bit of wholesale. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I have an admin that takes my phone calls now, but like yeah. I have no desire to any, I've trained four guys, have nothing to show for it. And yeah. so, um, and so I'm doing that. So our unique perspectives now on real world PDR um, for like 65 bucks a month, you've got literally hundreds of videos that like I've learned from like seeing Jim's mm-hmm. techniques and how he approaches dance are completely, you know, different than how I would do it. And now I'm going to go and show how I do it. And mm-hmm. someone can now learn from those two videos. And, uh, but yeah. And so that's, yeah. dude, that's, and, that's and fantastic. Look, yeah. They can marry those techniques together or whatever, but yeah, that, that's what has led. It went from fuel pockets to now to this. And that's, that's the thing. That's, I love, I love teaching. That's why Kiko, like Kiko will, uh, has asked me to be a part of their training team where they go and train people on GPR. Mm-hmm. So that's always been fantastic uh, getting to do that. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. So that's, I guess the moral of that is, and throughout this, the whole theme of the podcast is like, find what you're good at, be self-aware and then do it and see what happens. That's the fun yeah. part of life. That's the interesting part of life. Yeah. That, I think you, know, you don't know where it's going to lead you. Self-awareness will get you 
so much further in life mm-hmm. than you will ever realize. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Dude, there's so many men out there that are operating in a way that is hurting others or mm-hmm. coming off the wrong way than they realize. And if they were just aware of it, or if they you either have to become self-aware or you have to have people that you trust in your life to kind of tell you that. To fucking tell you. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's, you know, that's the important. And like, to me, I had a bunch of people in life that would tell me things, but they couldn't like explain it. They're like, dude, you're too mm-hmm. passionate for your own good. Okay. Well, like, Hey, you should stop saying things like this. I'm like, okay, do you have an alternative? Well, no, yeah. but you should just stop saying that. Cause like, I, cause I don't do that. You shouldn't do that, which is yeah. Not, yeah. That's yeah. not the way to do it. Yeah. And so like, I was like, well, helpful. And so finally just through a lot of like, you know, self-awareness, um, yeah. you know, the Enneagram was pivotal for me on that. Sure. So for sure. Well, dude, I absolutely love this podcast. I hope that it was a little bit different than other podcasts you've done in the past and shared a little bit more and hopefully teach some other guys, um, a couple things. Um, yeah. Possible. Yeah. Like so, I said, I, I leave with yeah. my heart, not with my head. I do a lot of stupid things that do not make business sense. I mean, just to give you an idea of how stupid I am when it comes to business. I know you're trying to get us out of here, Corey, but <laughs> um, is dude, like I'll show up to a guy's house. And like the other day he had like a very, very light hell damage on a white truck. And I, and I ask him like, Hey man, so what, what, what's your goal? Like, do you just want to trade this in or do you just care what it looks like? Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he's like, honestly, with the market, the way it is, I think I can get a lot of money for this truck. And I just want to get as much as I can. So I just want to trade it in with the hell damage. And I said, oh, okay. I go, look, I'm be honest with you. If you're just looking to get the hood fixed and you don't want to do insurance, you're trying to pay out of your pocket just go trade it in like the way yeah. it is. He's like, yeah. what? and yeah, I'm like, dude, look, just, it's going to cost you. You're going to get the money for it. Yeah. yeah. I go, look right now with the market, I go any other year we're fixing this damage. Yeah. But I'm, I'd rather you, I'd rather be honest with you. than you get a bad taste in your mouth and you pay me $800 to fix this hood. And then you don't get that $800 back. Yep. Uh, and so 100%. I'd say go trade it in. If they say something where they're not going to give you, and they dock you like a couple grand for this hell damage come back to me. We'll make it happen. But I'm telling you right now, just go. And like, I made a 25 minute drive all the way to this dude's house to tell him that pretty yeah. much yeah. because it was hell damage. So I had to look at it in person. I couldn't do it over photos. And he's like, okay. And guess what? He traded it in. And what I said was right. And that's the thing is like, I would rather be honest with someone than take their money. And I know that's not a good, that's not a good business practice but that, at all, but it, but it is. Well, I'm pretty sure in the future, if he has a dent, he yeah. will call me and he yeah. will tell someone like, Hey, this guy's honest. Right. I right. think it's bigger uh, for the better in the bigger picture of business, not in how much you made that day, but I could, I mean, it, my, my I could business argue would that. reflect that. Right. Yeah. Cause I, the way my business is run now, um, I, it's been a slow, steady growth. Um, and I, I do that through honesty is just like, yeah. I mean, there's been times where I had an entire dealership offered to me just because I, and I, I couldn't take it because I was white. Literally offered to me like, yeah, we, we got Juan here and he, he does our dance and he's pretty good, but you know, it'd be good if we could just, you know, have someone that's a little bit like us fixing the dance. What? Story. Joe, bro. I I'm in California. I, sorry. I'm, I don't hear that. Stuff. Maybe the other way. So around, like but. there's, there's things like that, that happen where I'm just like, I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I can't, I can't yeah. fix your cars. Like, well, no, no. I mean, you don't, you don't be the token white guy. To... Yeah, like, like he basically. You should have started like, with that. 
Like, yeah, you're basically saying like you only want to fix your dents because you're white and you don't want a Mexican doing it. And it's like, are you freaking kidding me right now? And so like, Dude. you have to stand like, like, like in at the time, man, at the time when that happened, I really needed work. Like I was mm. desperate for work. And I was just like, I cannot put aside, you know, who I am and what I am for the sake of income. And it'll come some mm. other way. And yeah. I was grateful that, you know, I was like, what up, dude? No, you need to keep using one. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's fascinating. Yeah. I'm sure there's so many more stories like that too. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's where yeah. like, leave with your heart, that, not with your head. The, the, like yeah. your head says like, oh, who cares? This dude's a racist. I need to make some money, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> who cares? Then, the dude's a racist. I think so. I'll never lose this dealership. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'll always going to be white. <laughs> white power. <laughs> you know, like, jeez, dude. But yeah, yeah it's like, no. No, no, yeah, that's, that's and fair. so that's I and that's that's my way of doing business is I'm just going to lead with that rather than leading with my head of like what makes the most dollar sense. Um, and that, that is what it is. And there's the title of the podcast right there. What? Lead with your heart, not with your head with Hudson Tanny. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> with Hudson yeah. Tansy. But yeah. Um, yeah. So if anyone uh, listen to this podcast and they have any yeah. questions for me, I'm an open book. Um you know so feel free to (laughs) yeah i got nothing to hide man i'll tell Mm -hmm. you what all my deepest darkest secrets are because why why hide them they're gonna come out somehow eventually you know um but yeah if anyone wants to reach out to me can't hide your deepest darkest secrets from the man upstairs though so you might as well just show them to the world (laughs) well some people don't believe that like that's another thing man it's like yeah i have my belief system but i have no desire to push that on the people Right. Mm. Like I'm not, I, like, I never saw Jesus forcing his beliefs on people. He just showed, he showed up and did what he did. And and you can either, you can either come along or you you can't like, and I have no desire to take my moral system and moral code and say, you as a business need to do this. Like, honestly, a red flag for me, big time is anyone with a Christian fish on their, on their business cards or anything. I I run from those people because if you are not, if you are not living in such a way that people can tell that you love Jesus, why do you got to tell them? Yeah. Then why do you need to put it on your card? Right. Mm-hmm. So those people like I stay and I, I, no offense to anyone that does that. Right. Like this is my opinion. And you're probably, you know, there's some guys out there with Christian fishes on their stuff that are like some of the most stellar people ever, but like, mm-hmm. I don't want someone's business just because I have a little Christian fish or in the same sense that like, I don't want to get a veteran's business just because I offer a discount. So like if a veteran, mm-hmm. if I'm serving a veteran, like I'm going to give them the full price. And then at the end, I'm, I'm going to discount it and say like, Hey, I appreciate your service. I just wanted to give you a discount mm-hmm. for being a veteran or a police officer or things like that. But I'm not me personally, I'm not going to try to get a veteran's business or first responders business by saying I give discounts. I want them to want me to be the company and then I'll give them a discount in the end. Um, That's interesting. I know. And like I said, I'm not yeah. a good, you know, like, oh, do they actually like, do they want me for who I am and the service I provide? Yeah. And if they want that, uh, then awesome. That means they really want to be my customer. I don't want someone to be my customer just because I'm offering a discount. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to present myself in such a way to where people want to use me and no one else. Yeah. And that's always my goal. I've got customers that travel an hour or two to come meet me because I have to be the one that fixes their day. I don't understand it. I don't know why I will point them. Like, I'm like, look, there's a guy in your backyard that does great work. Here's his number. They're like, yeah. they're like, no, it has to be you. I'm like, okay. 
if that's yeah. all you want, then let's let's make it happen. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm going on more tangents. No, dude, that's not a problem at all. This is why I have the podcast because, like, you just like the way that you, I guess, conduct your life and business and all that stuff just fascinates me. And I know it does other people. That's why I wanted to bring you on because yeah. not. I don't know anybody else who thinks of business the way that you do. And that's interesting. Something for me to learn. I'm not a businessman. I'll be the first thing. I'm not a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you started the podcast. I don't think that way. Like I think, I think uh, in terms of people and what's best for people. Yeah. Right. And you know, that's the great thing about PDR is because if Mm. you do have the income, it is a positive move. Right. Yeah. If you care about the value of your vehicle, you care about the appearance, then I'm okay providing my service. It's not super vain because some vehicles can be an investment of some sort and things like that. So yeah, for sure. So yeah, hundred percent. So anyways, I'll let you get to work here. Um, We can go, maybe we'll do another one one day, uh, but we could talk for hours and we have on the phone (laughs) while we're banging on dents, but uh, this one's recorded for you all. So go check out real world PDR. If you haven't, especially on the newer guys, like you said, 65 bucks a month, you got Jim Mitchell for what, five years, giving you everything he knows. And now Hudson's going to give you everything he knows. So if you want to learn how to take yeah. pocket, you know, gas pocket doors out um, <laughs> for 65 uh, bucks a month. <laughs> yeah, go right. I'm no, just kidding, definitely more like, than that. Definitely more than that. It got, you know, yeah. I just, I just dropped a video, I dropped a video to Jim last night that he's going to edit and put up there. Basically like if you're working on a nine 11, how to get access to the rear quarter panel, um, and nice. an instruction video on that because those quarter panels were absolute they're pain nightmares. Ass, yeah. yeah, they're nightmares. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, also it's not just for the real world PDR isn't just for the beginners. It's definitely got some pretty advanced stuff up 100%. there that, that's that true. I've learned from. I'm like watching Jim stuff. I'm like, oh, that's a really yeah. good idea. I need to yeah. do that. So 100%. Yeah, it is for everybody. You're right. Uh, beginners to advanced. And uh, so, and it's, and it's not going to get old and sale clearly like Jim is committed to that. So, so much that he's actually brought other people in like Hudson to help create different, a content from a different perspective that will help different people. Um, And that's awesome. So go check that out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I don't know, what I could give for if someone wants to get in contact with me, I don't even know what I would you can give whatever you know, whatever you want. Instagram, Facebook, phone number. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. How many people listen? To no, I'm just trying. Yeah, uh, as a give uh, usually fifty thousand a week. Yeah, fifty thousand. Okay, listener base. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. I'll, I'll give out my personal number if anybody wants to yeah. text me and ask me any questions. Here's my personal number. Um, because it's not my business line. I have a business line now, and I, that was another thing. Gosh, dude, I just keep coming up with crap. I'm no, I, we could go for hours. It's okay. <laughs> the uh, I was going to say, look, best decision I ever made in my career uh, is two things. One is getting a van. If you're mobile and you don't have a van, mm. you're missing out. I made $30,000 more the first year I had a van. And that's a van with a cart because all my tools are now in my cart. Mm. And I literally roll out of my van and yeah. my efficiency went through the roof mm. and I put uh and because of that, I can now fit in like two extra jobs a day because of mm. how efficient, because I was doing this back and forth walking between yeah. my truck where all my tools were and where uh, things now, all my tools are literally within like arm's reach um, for like 95% of dents. So they're all right there and it's been fantastic. And then the other thing I would say outside of that is once you can afford it, take the, the what I would have done much sooner is just because you can do something 
and you're capable of it in business doesn't mean you need to be the one doing it. I had to get out of that mindset. And what I mean by that is, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can do my own taxes. Yeah, I can file all that. But guess what? It's like taking an ice pick to the ear for me. I hate yeah, doing it. Yeah, and so yeah. I would, I'm going to spend the, you know, one to $2,000 a year to let a CPA do it all for me mm. so that they, and they just tell, I'm like, look, and I tell them, and this is the thing that a lot of people get in trouble is like, they're the professional. You're not, they know what they're talking about. You don't, I don't, if a CPA tries to tell me how to fix dents, I'm going to ignore them. And so what I say is you're the professional you're my CPA. You just tell me what to do and I will do it. Now this mm. means you got to find a good CPA. Don't get a shyster, yeah. Yeah. but like, that's how I operate is like, you're, you know what you're talking. You went to school for this. Just tell me what to do. What? Okay. Only use this card for business purchases. Got it. I'll do that. Yeah. And you'll yeah. just, and, and if you, if I have a, another purchase somewhere else, let you know. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then the next thing uh, I did is hire someone to take my phones. Yeah. Is do my Huge. phone calls. Um, I didn't realize how much time I was spending on the phone. I pay my person who takes phone calls an hourly wage. They get paid hourly. They mark their hours. The amount of time they spend on the phone each week, they are logging 20 to 30 hours each week, just on phone calls, text messages, and emails. That's That's what you were doing. Plus I was doing that. Yeah. 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 And that's what most people are doing. Yeah. And my admin was like, was like, how did you get anything done? I'm like, I don't know that maybe that's why my stress levels. We're through the roof. Yeah. That maybe that's yeah. why I had anxiety for the first time in my life is because I'm trying to do tripping. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so once I got rid of that, my stress levels went down tremendously. I'm not making as much money, but the amount of stress that I have got I've gotten rid of by having someone mm. training someone to take phone calls and to uh to do all the estimates and everything for me yeah. has been and for the longest time I told myself, Oh, well, I can't have anyone. No one can do it as good as me. No one's gonna be able to yeah, yeah. <laughs> but dude, I get because like like, no one's yeah. going to care. But the thing is, is nine times out of 10, when I'm taking a phone call, I'm in the middle of a repair and I'm like, why the heck are you bothering me? Yeah. If you, right. that was your only job, you'd do it amazing. But if exactly, but it's not, it's not. Yeah. And I get so many compliments on Kelly mm-hmm. who answers my phone. She's a, yeah. she's a stay at home mom who yeah. I just, I gave her an iPad with mobile tech RX on it and all the necessary things and an iPhone that's with the business number on it and all all dentgents phone calls and text messages go to her and then she gets all the necessary information because it was just like this is what you would do and if you're in this situation i hope this i can encourage you to find someone yeah. to do this for you is it would be this like 20 minute back and forth of text messaging that you're putting down oh, yeah. your tools and texting and it was hey i have a damn blah blah okay could you send me okay, some photos send over? pictures yeah send pictures then they send pictures i'm like okay how many what's your make and model your vehicle oh it's this okay how many inches would you say that in is oh it's this okay well blah 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 you know based yep. upon the number of inches and these print you know factors that you're gonna look at body ballpark estimate of this to this and then like okay that's great when can we set it up and then i'm gonna look at my calendar yeah, yeah and yeah, now yeah, yep, i sure. have now removed all of it to where i get a text message with two fo- two or three photos of the dent you're making model do this. how many yeah. inches and uh all the factors and then i just respond back of like that's double paint it's a it's a navigator it's got double pane yeah. glass you know so yeah. add double pane glass to it uh inches yeah. look good body line shaping looks tips, good. yeah yeah, send yeah. It. and then we they need like an army of kelly's dude now i'm thinking business again look at me here we go yeah well but there, i mean there's people out there and you know like i gotta pick your brain on crm and stuff like that like yeah. that's yeah. stuff that's completely sure. over my head that i'm like man i really yeah. need to learn about crm that's what I'm thinking in this, in this process right here. Like it would make you now, now it would be like, it would, 
instead of Kelly texting you, you guys would both get the text at the same time. And so yeah. basically take what you have and just amplify it even, yeah. even more. See, and I wouldn't want that. So, yeah. I don't want all those text messages. I, because that's what I have an addiction. Yeah, but you, I mean, you only just like, have to, you, you just only have to look at them when necessary type of thing. So. But here's my problem. This well, is self-awareness yeah. is I know yeah. um, that as soon as I pick up that phone, yeah, I'm going to look at the text message. But, yeah. but yeah, I have that bad habit of like, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, squirrel, squirrel. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's yeah, a notification yeah. on my Instagram. There's a notification yeah. on the Facebook on my, Oh, you got to turn notifications off brother. All notifications, except for text yeah. messages. I don't yeah. have any email, email, Instagram, no notifications except for text. Cause I, I those are usually important yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, no, no, no uh, only way I get to see what happens on Facebook is if I click on it, which yeah. is still also very easy because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll actually move them around on my phone too. Yeah. I'll move the app so that I don't just right. automatically click on it. Anyways. I'm an app whore. I have way too many. Yeah, so do so, I. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, I think I might have you beat. Here, can I, here, I want to show you this right now, okay? Oh, I so just I just page. updated. Okay, so there's the first page. That's all folders. Second page. Oh. Hold on. Wow. Okay, yeah, you Still win. Because I, I got my second page app app folder section but it's only it's only it's limited to oh yeah two. dude i'm an app my wife is like what are you doing i'm like i just like apps. i need like, a, I, I need all i need all of them all. um but yeah so crap there was a reason i was saying all that and then i went on to my yeah oh, someone number, wants to get a hold of me my personal phone number here you, you go. go there you go uh here's my number if you want to text me ask me any questions i'm game uh if i can if you feel like there's any little bit i know that could possibly help you i'd love to help stop you. it it is uh <laughs> seriously the older i get the older i get and the more i get into things the more i realize i don't know like simple as that like i'm like oh man i used like in my 20s i was like yeah i'm 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 i know everything yeah i know everything and then i get older i'm like man i don't know anything yeah so um so yeah especially when you have kids and become a parent you realize how little you do now (laughs) um yeah yeah phone number give it sorry three four six two four six five zero zero two so three four six two four six five zero zero two feel free to text me and say hey i heard you on Corey's podcast i have a question i would be more than happy to help you you're gonna be inundated with thousands of no i really hope that people don't take advantage of this and go and like do a bunch of stupid crap uh because i know how dink guys can be they won't Um, not my people (laughs) but i'd love to be help helpful in any way shape or form of um, if you think I can help you out, so and go sign up for a real PDR. All right, I'm gonna call you later. Hudson, okay, we'll bye. Talk. <laughs> All right, Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach, or find me on my website at Coach Corey K dot com c-o-r-y-k dot com thank you for listening and i'll be back next week